Hey everybody, thank you so much for joining me. You're listening to another episode of the Breaking Strings Podcast. I want to continue on from the last episode where we talked about self-study, studying independently, working without a teacher, and being good at it. There's an area of concern which is very common for those that are working alone, and that is the formation of good habits versus bad habits. It's a difficult area anyway, because if you're working by yourself, sometimes you don't even know that you have a bad habit. You can't spot it. And that is actually where a consultation with a teacher or a consultation with a colleague that plays the instrument at a higher level than you, that could be very valuable. They could give you a second opinion and they could make you see something completely differently. See something that was not apparent to you whatsoever. Just give you some new ideas. There are going to be some ways to actually fix something and make it more permanent. It depends on what the habit is, but a lot of the habits that we have are physical. And in order for it to be a permanent change, you have to have a deeper understanding of how the change is actually benefiting you. How are you going to play better once you make the change? It's not enough to just write down on a piece of paper or write down on your sheet music, do this, do this from now on. That's not going to be enough. That's not going to make it stick. And what I mean about a deeper understanding is that you know what the old way feels like and you really know what the new way feels like. There can be no gray area. You see the difference immediately. So let's get into it. What is an area of concern for a lot of those that are working independently? Playing with a lot of muscular tension forcing too hard, making the body work way harder than is necessary. Excess muscle tension will keep you from being a virtuoso because by definition, a virtuoso is playing with ease. Everything is coming very naturally, very lightly, and they're not overexerting themselves when they're playing the most difficult passages. That is the definition of a virtuoso. If you're not in touch with how much tension and how much pressure you're applying to the strings, well, it's not going to work. You really need to be as light as possible. Exert the minimum amount of force to play your instrument at a given time. Let me use a simple analogy with an activity that we do every single day. Typing on a computer or typing on a smartphone. If we're typing and we use the keyboard to press the letter J, if we press very, very, very lightly and we see the letter J appear on the screen, that's it. We've done the work we need to. If we press harder, we still get J. And if we press even harder, we still get the letter J. So if we're working harder and we're getting the same result, what's the point of working harder? Coming back to our instrument, we need to get a particular sound a particular tone, and a particular character. But once you get that sound, you should never make your body work harder. Instead, you can see, can you work even less to get that same sound? How do we get there, though, and how do we actually make this a habit? What I've always tried to do is start every practice session by playing very quietly. I especially do this with brand new pieces, pieces that I don't know, where I will have a tendency to squeeze a little bit more with difficult stretches or some kind of other awkward chords or fingerings or something like that. I'm always going to feel like 
I'm tensing my fingers a little bit too much. So I start by overcompensating and playing very, very softly. So that means playing without any dynamics. This is not going to be the way that you're going to practice for the long term, but it's just the starting point. This is laying the foundation for very relaxed technique because when you play very softly, you tend to squeeze less. You move through the strings a little bit less forcefully. Then what you want to do is add a little bit more force to try to play louder. And then if you need to play even louder, just add a tiny bit more force. But what you're doing is you're adding it very gradually. Okay, so now we're working on relaxation, but how are we going to actually make this stick as a habit? In order to make it stick, you have to use some sort of a trick to make your brain understand what the actual difference is between the old way of playing that we had and the new way that we're working on making permanent. If you play a familiar passage and you alternate between the old way and doing your best to play the new way, you're going to actually see the differences more clearly. So take a familiar passage and try to play it as lightly as you possibly can. Make sure everything is relaxed. Every part of your body is relaxed and in particular the area where you felt the tension was. That needs to be very relaxed. Next, play the same passage and force yourself to play with much more tension. Play with excess tension on purpose. See what that feels like. Try to compare it to the way that you played before when you were light. Okay, now go back and play the passage again with complete relaxation. Remember what that feels like and play again with a lot more tension, excess tension again. Going back a few times like this, you're going to start to command yourself. You're going to be in control of playing with less tension and playing with more tension. Less tension, more tension. Eventually, with enough practice, you should be able to make it more like a dial. You should be able to dial back the tension and dial up the tension when you need it. What's going to happen is this. You're going to start your next practice session. It could be the next day. And you'll feel yourself going back to the old way because you've had so many more repetitions of the old way, it's going to be hard to overcome. But now that you've worked on this technique a little bit and you can perhaps work on it again the next day and for several days, you're going to be able to stop yourself as soon as you feel yourself playing with too much tension. And if you can control it, over time, you won't really need to stop yourself anymore. It will integrate itself into your playing. It will be a habit. But in that early stage where you're sort of not yet quite over there, you haven't made that journey uh, into the new way of playing, every time that old habit comes back, you're going to be able to control it and push it into this new way of playing. I think that this type of exercise, alternating between one old habit and one new habit, it's going to be beneficial for those that are working alone, but it's also going to benefit those that are working with a teacher. What's happening is that you have an understanding 
of exactly what your body is doing at a given time and you're able to make adjustments. This is really important. I've always found that, especially in the early stages of my playing when I was younger, I would just play and completely let go and have no idea what was going on. I mean, on the one hand, this was good because I was highly focused on the performance. But on the other hand, it wasn't so good because sometimes I would have these bad habits that would creep in and excess tension was a large part of it. Excess tension was really hard to get rid of. As soon as I started doing these kind of exercises for control, I found myself easing up as soon as I would tense up during performances. I would also be able to tell myself to relax mentally a little bit more in the middle of a performance. And then, instead of an hour-long performance sort of happening, and then me analyzing after, oh, what happened? You know, I don't remember. No, in the middle of a performance, I would actually improve and be able to make it better. I think this is a very valuable tool. All right, that wraps up today's episode. Thanks again for joining me, and I'll see you next time.